This is Scientific American's 60-Second Science. I'm Christopher Intagliata. Back in January, one of California's oldest and most iconic residents keeled over. The Pioneer Cabin Tree, a giant sequoia in Calaveras Big Trees State Park. It was so big you used to be able to drive through it. The giant was blown over by high winds, delivered by what's called an atmospheric river, a long stream of water vapor in the atmosphere, 100 miles wide. And these systems might be thought of as some of the biggest rivers on Earth. You could kind of pose it that way, yeah. Dwayne Walliser, an atmospheric scientist at the Jet Propulsion Lab. An atmospheric river will carry the same amount of water vapor as, say, 15 to 20 Mississippi rivers. Walliser and his JPL colleague, Ben Guan, developed an algorithm to detect atmospheric rivers in historical data so they could connect the sky flow to extreme events on land. And they found that if you look at just the top 2% of the most extreme wind and rain and snowstorms in the world's mid-latitude regions, atmospheric rivers are linked up to half of them. And of the 19 windstorms in Europe that cost insurance companies the most money, billions of dollars in damage, atmospheric rivers were behind three-quarters of those events. The study is in the journal Nature Geoscience. Looking ahead as global temperatures rise, that warmer air is going to hold more water vapor. If the climate does warm you would tend to have stronger or more frequent atmospheric rivers. And as this study shows, it won't just be that a hard rain's going to fall. We'll be blown in the wind, too. Thanks for listening. For Scientific American's 60 Second Science, I'm Christopher Intagliata.